Gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down. It's your host Lopez from On the Gun Line Podcast, bringing you a good one tonight. I got me and an old army buddy here, Casey Mendenball. I mean Mendenhall, who we served <laughs> together in Fort Carson, Colorado, at a two seven seven field artillery. Uh, young cat. Um, I think he was a specialist when I got to the unit. When I got when you finally medically. You got medically retired, right? Um, you ended up being, you were a staff sergeant by that time, right? Right. Yeah, so shit, in, in those few small years, you fucking went up and rank quick. Pretty high-speed little cat, and we're going to go here and hear more about him. With that being said, I just want to thank you all for listening to that midweek memo. If any of y'all have any thoughts and um, disagreements with me that you'd like to share, and me and Kowalczyk, feel free to send uh, submit them to onthegunline at gmail.com. Send them in the link. Um, not the link, the motherfucking, what's that shit called? In the comments or in the DMs. Hit us up, let us know, you know. Um, but if you do talk shit to me, try to put me down, I will come back at you. I can dish it, I can take it, baby. Anyways, like I said, we really want to hear some, uh, what y'all think about it, about the toxic leadership, the suicide shit. Let us know what y'all think, man, and we'll bring it up on the midweek memo coming up for y'all next week. With that being said, um, make sure if you're watching this on the YouTube you know, you know what? Fuck all that. Let's, we'll say that for later. What's going on, Casey? How you doing today, baby? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, you know? Call me a young cat. I don't think either one of us are too young anymore, though. Bro, I think you're barely like early 30s. Yeah, well, that's still old. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think so, Chief. I'm 42 years old. So to yeah. I, I, at your age, I think I was barely in the Army for like four or five years. <laughs> I, I was that's a late right. bloomer. How old were you when you joined the Army? 20. Oh, shit. Yeah, so you were a young yeah, cat. I, got that I turned 21 like a week and a half into being in the unit. Nice. Well, and it was on a, it was on like a Wednesday. Oh, fuck. So I went to the, yeah, I went to the classics and had like three beers in my barracks room. Yeah, <laughs> Without knowing anybody, huh? <laughs> yeah, nobody. Fucking A. So how you been, man? You know, not too bad. Uh, working still, you know. Luckily, I can say that. Yeah. We don't take that for granted anymore. For real. That Rona got a lot of motherfuckers not working, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's even still, you know, I'm actually able to go into the office. I'm not stuck at home, so. Ah, uh, nice. You know, that's a blessing. Hell yeah. My wife, stays, my wife stays home every day with the kids. I don't know how the hell she does it, but. Fucking facts, bro. Fucking facts. So, for those people that don't know you, uh, why don't you give us a little bit about yourself, man? What's your story? All right. Um, from Ohio originally. Um, I'm sorry to you know, hear pretty, that. Yeah, I, I hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a nice place. Pretty green, a lot of trees. Yeah. You know, grass. Uh, yeah, I joined the Army uh, 2008. Uh 19 or 20, I guess 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I wasn't doing shit, sitting around apartment, smoking pot and drinking <laughs> beer with my roommate and, you know, partying. Yeah. Uh, college tried probably three, I think I went to three different colleges before that and, you know, didn't have the mindset for it. Gotcha. Uh, I joined the army and, you know, it was positive. All of it, you know, even, even the sucky times, you know, it was good. So, 
I got out. Well, I deployed twice with 277. I was in 277 for six years, you know, the whole stint of my Army okay. career. Uh, so I saw a lot of changes throughout those years. Fact. Was, um, <clears throat> and that got to me a bit, actually. You know, it was just I needed to go somewhere else. But, you know, there, you got to wait till your contract's up. Yeah. So how did you end up joining the Army in the beginning? With like, uh, how did, did you just decide to walk to a recruiter or did you get talked into it? No, that's, that's, that's a, kind of a funny backstory. I tried to join, uh, I was going to join the National Guard my senior, like junior, senior year of high school, mm -hmm. right? And whoever that recruiter was, I don't, I don't remember his name, but I got to give him props, man. I told him I wanted to be a door gunner on a helicopter <laughs> in the Ohio National Guard. And he was like, you know what? I got you. <laughs> I, don't, I really i don't know what happened with that i mean we had a big you know party my family threw a party i was joining the army and all that and i i don't i have no idea what happened but yeah. it never happened so I never went. your family was supportive of you going into the milita military then oh yeah yeah we got a lot of military guys in our family oh okay so you didn't go national guard how'd you end up active uh, well, after that, you know, I was just, I kind of put it on the back burner and think about it anymore. Finished high school. Oh, okay. uh, like I said, tried a few different colleges, didn't have the mindset for college. I didn't have the mindset for high school. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know why I think I had the mindset for college, but you know, after two or three failed attempts at college and doing nothing with myself, I was like, you know, I got to make a change and that's what happened. How the fuck did you end up field artillery? You know, I was thinking about that the other day, actually, and I have no idea. Uh, Did you watch the I, video? I mean, I'm sure it was like everybody's story. Like, I want to do something cool. I want to blow something up. Or right. he's like, do you want to blow something up or do you want to be infantry? I was like, uh, I want to blow something up. That sounds a lot cooler. And then they show you that high-speed artillery video. <laughs> it, that video, man, it gets fucking everybody, bro. Yeah. They never mention anything about the field. Well, for a month or yeah, bro, it's in the name of the job, field artillery. For real, man. So uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, I, I joined. I ended up in and never looked back, man. It was good. Was that your first time coming out of Ohio, or like you know leaving where you were from? No, uh, you know we did a lot of family vacations. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Me and my buddies would go to Canada <clears throat> and drink. You know, you drink in Canada at 19. Yeah. Um, went to Tijuana for a week. Oh, that shit. was stupid. Uh, wait, 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 pump the brakes there, Chief. You went to TJ for one week and you thought it was stupid? Yeah, man. We were 19 years old. We stayed We stayed at the border or on, on the San Diego side right yeah. across the border. Yeah, San Isidro. Yeah, and Rosarito Beach every day. I mean, it was just sketchy. Did you enjoy it? Oh, I had a hell of a time. I got a big-ass scar on my forehead to remind me every day that we went. Okay, so it wasn't stupid as in the stupid, like, it was stupid it sucked. It was, like, stupid fun? It, it was stupid that uh, we, we thought that it would be a good idea at that age. <laughs> it was stupid that our parents didn't try to talk us out of it at all. And they were like, yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah. I mean, now you see the news, you know, motherfuckers getting 
snatched up. <laughs> right. Know, like, oh. Nah, man. Back we were, then, I mean, we were we were shit faced the entire time we were there. Like, who knows what could happen? Did you go see the donkey show? No. Ah. No, we, we stay away from that one. <laughs> so you ended up in the unit. You went to Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Um, yeah. You did OSA. Did you do OSA or was it the split shit that they already had? It was separate. Okay, so you didn't do... Okay. So then uh, you went to Fort Carson, right? Yeah. How was that change for you? Yeah, I loved it. Um, I've always been outdoorsy, so I mean, it was cool. How about that cool elevation? Place. You know, the elevation didn't get me as much. You know, I saw huh. a bunch of a bunch of dudes come in like with me or right after me, or you know, in the past, and they were sucking. I don't know if you remember Heckman. Sounds familiar, but not sure. Uh, yeah, he's he's actually back into seven seven now. Oh shit! Smoke. Uh, yeah, uh, but I remember when he came that elevation elevation whooped his ass man he threw up on the side of the church that was right across the street from the battery yeah he was done oh my god i just remembered something i you right now you just said fell down on the side it just took me back to the last time we went out and, and got fucking shit faced and ended up at your place it was me you and that black dude i can't remember his fucking name to for the life of me but Lowry? No, it. I ended up fucking pissing in your closet. Oh shit! Oh, you I dropped the. That. Wait, you dropped those <laughs> off. But were you still were you still living with Cabrales at that time when Cabrales was leaving? Yeah. Were y'all still living? To, yeah, because I remember we went looking for him, and um, it was rain. It was snowy as fuck. I slipped, slid, fell on my face on a fucking um, like some kind of concrete shit outside of the bar. And then somehow or another, we ended up at your place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you pissed in my closet? Yeah, you didn't know about that? Nah. Oh, as Dana as Dana Cabrales knows about that. Apparently, <laughs> uh, I thought it was the bathroom. I opened it up, and I pissed in there. Hey, I've been there. I've been there. Oh, my God. It just brought me back to that. My bad, man. Damn, what a fucked up day. How did, how did I forget that shit? Fuck. Anyways, so back to uh, the elevation. <laughs> Dude, that shit. So homeboy threw up on the side and everything, and was that like his yeah. first week there or what? Yeah, it was. It was like his first day out oh, on PT, like day one. We did. We were doing them uh, streetlight sprints. Right. Remember them yep. down the grass? Yep. Yeah. Dude, I I tell you the. No, it never it never messed with me though. So I'm a lucky one, I guess. Yeah, you are. Cause when I got there, I got there from Fort Hood. Uh, not Hood. Where was I at? Stewart. I got there from Fort Stewart to Carson, and um, I remember going on the first battery run. We were supposed to go over that fucking hill that was right across the street. I can't remember the fucking name of it. Satellite Hill or something hill, NBC Hill, one of those fucking hills. Anyways, we were supposed to go run over there, dude. We weren't even a quarter mile in, and I'm already falling back to the rear. And then I remember um, Lieutenant Stave, I think was his name. He was a tall, skinny lieutenant. But I think I was in Bravo Battery at this time, or an Alpha. I can't remember what battery I was in because they switched my ass over. Dude, I was about a quarter way in a run, and some one, of the, one some punk ass lieutenant turns around like, "Who's this guy? Why is he already falling out?" He looked at me and said, "I'm like, mind your own fucking business, sir. Keep going." <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you got me fucked yeah. up, sir. You don't know me. I don't know yeah. you. Yeah, I don't think you ever got adjusted to that elevation, though. You're always falling out, though. 
bro that right. that's the story of my life brother it's um it goes way back to my private times as a Hey, that's for, hey, I, I was fucking uh straggler control. <laughs> Hell yeah. So you did how many deployments? Two. Two deployments? Yeah. Right on. I was I was slated for that third one, but I ended up on rear D. Um you know, our our command at that point was kinda kinda blackballed me. Well, you were uh, already on your way out though, no? It was it was a it's it's weird. I kind of had the the final say in whether or not I was going to deploy or not. Oh. So, that, so the second deployment, I had to fight for it. Okay. So. Uh, so I kind of had that like I don't have to go if I don't want to go. Right. 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 And uh, honestly, after NTC, how I saw command and like how they handled NTC all together, I was like, yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna call it a day on this one and just get out. I was, I was just going to get out. Yeah. You know, uh, luckily I had a badass doctor. I was like, well, shit, we can try and med board you. So which doctor was I it? Yeah. I got to say no to that. Uh, it was a GI. Oh, okay. So, so it wasn't a uh, Dr. Carney, the one that, um, uh... no, I heard y'all talking about her though. Yeah. Fucking uh, she's yeah. the one that hooked it up. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So that GI thing, did you guys ever find out what the fuck that was? Yeah, I mean, actually, I just had some pretty big surgery uh, about right. a month ago. Uh, split me open all the way and did some rerouting on the plumbing. And Nice. Yeah. Let's see the scar, man. Chick stick scars. Yeah, buddy. You know what you could always do now? You could say you were a soldier, walk around with a fucking... You don't even got to say nothing, bro. They're going to say, see that split in the belly. They're going to think you got shot up. Bro, I'm just saying, that's beer all over the place, man. Nah. Hey, nah. it wouldn't be stolen valor if you don't say that's where it came from. <laughs> oh, man, dude. That's My wife knows the story, so I can't get away with any cool shit like that. That's right. That's right. You're a married man now. How many children do you have? Four kids. No mamas. And hey, hey, she's Mexican, right? No, no, she's German. Ah, damn it. I could have sworn you would end up with a Mexican just because. Yeah, we all that. I, I thought, you, you know, as much as you uh, you love hanging around those beaners. <laughs> Me, Medina well, Cabrales. I dated one for a while. She went crazy, bro. That's the only way they go. That's the only way they know to go, bro. Sooner or later. That's what I do. That's when I knew I couldn't hang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they have any Mexicans where you grew up at? Yeah, legal ones. I guess uh, the ones that didn't do your, uh, the, you wouldn't socialize with them, I would say then. <laughs> uh, no, they didn't socialize with us. Right, really. right. I mean, so, but none in your I mean, age I'm, bracket. Yeah, I mean, like I'm from a very white place in Ohio, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's probably from from grade school to high school, there's probably three black kids in our high school Holy that I shit. knew through right. school, and you know, a handful of Mexican kids, and uh, they actually got raided by ICE, uh, <laughs> like like halfway through high school, and there was like 20 of them living in this little tiny house down by the river. Damn. That, that's the end. That 
last time we saw them <laughs> Damn. they're probably at a detention center right now over here in texas <laughs> no, they're, yeah they're out by now oh man but it's funny we can laugh at these things that's just how we did it on the gun line baby always talk gun shit line, yeah. dude you know i'm trying to get a lot of people back into that fucking mind frame of say what the fuck you want to say you know this is us chilling now i get it some folks have jobs where it's not like I got a big fan base yet, you know what I'm saying? But once I blow up, I'll make sure I drop some of these videos down. <laughs> yeah, how many how many people are we talking about you got listening right now? Five, uh, six? Uh, consistently, <laughs> about 40. That ain't bad. That's not bad. I mean, just started in, in, in what, February? February, March? So... I, it's decent, you know, and I only share it on, it's not like I promote this shit like on, on different things. It's just on my Facebook right. and whoever yeah. decides to share it along from there, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, right. li- little by little, it, it's getting there. Thanks, man. Nah, you're man. pimping your merch. God damn, you're pimping your merch. I'm, it's, yeah, I, don't worry. I'm pumping the brakes on that. I'm pumping the brakes on that. Hey, hustle, baby. Every day you got three <laughs> new things. Yeah, I'm pumping the brakes on it though because I don't want to flood everybody's timeline with that shit either. Because what I noticed I've been doing, I put it on both fucking Facebook pages, on my own personal one and the one for the Facebook. So, I mean, for the on the gun line. So, I'm pumping the brakes on that for a while. By the way, congratulations on being our big winner. And, um, and you're on my shirt, man. Yeah, it should be there. Um, I ordered it, but it didn't give me the confirmation email. It says that I order it, though. So, um, I'm waiting for it to just let me know when it gets there. And if it doesn't get there, fucking let me know and I'll, I'll, get, I'll send you another one. Yeah, even with the shirt. new merch, I showed my wife. I showed my wife a picture of the shirt. Yeah, like, yeah it's the shirt I picked. She's like, "You're not a fireman. You don't know anything about firefighting." <laughs> <laughs> nice. I didn't, I didn't even try to explain it to her. I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So I guess she yeah. does, she's never heard the words fire. Is she straight from Germany or of German descent? She was born there. Her okay. dad was a Vietnam vet. You know, stayed in for a while, was stationed over there, met his wife. Gotcha. Her and both of her brothers were were born there. She came over here when she was about nine. Oh, wow. Okay. So is her pops, um, is he still around? Yeah. Lives right around the corner. Oh, nice. Nice. So, um, Vietnam vet, huh? How does that work with y'all? Does he call you? He doesn't talk about it. He doesn't talk about it. He was a Huey pilot. Oh, nice. Um, medevac pilot so Ooh. yeah yeah not much that he wouldn't want to talk about anyway heard, you know a couple of rumors from my brother-in-law's I, I was shot down a couple times only survivor type shit so Ooh. i don't even bring it up yeah no shit yeah that that'd be some deep shit right there dude um i, I did i did get him that cool guy hat oh you did know? you yeah Fuck he yeah. wears the shit out of it oh yeah you know? I wear my old man hat. I mean, well, if I, if I just took it out of my storage, so I got to I gotta get it out. But I, I miss wearing my old man hat. I like to wear it, you know? It's not a you're welcome for my service type deal. It's, you know, it's the old man yeah, hat. Maybe. No, 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 no. Let's not go there, Casey Mendenhall. You got to wait. You got to wait like 20 years until that war's over before you can start rocking. Bro, that war's never going to be over. We're still there. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Our grandkids will be fighting there. Like, my grandpa was here. He told me about this place. Yeah. Shit, no, but it, dude, you were Mister Welcome for. Uh, thank you for my service on the on the back of your truck. Holy Jesus Christ! Oh, you had man, that was some straight private shit. Wasn't it? 
I mean, badass that you did all that shit, but you pretty much had your ERB on there. Well, I got sniper. Yeah. Oh, hell, you pimp that shit, too. I would. Don't get me wrong. I would. I mean, that was a hard-ass class that y'all took. Yeah, that's a big flex right there, so. It is. It is. But I'm just saying, I think you had a big-ass flag, too, didn't you? Or was that Watson? Can't remember. No, I didn't have a big flag or anything. Okay, I must have been Watson. For some reason, he popped into my head. He was Mr. Gunnut. So, but anyway, so... You did your time in the military, two deployments. Um, things went south uh, medically in a way, right? Uh, you ended up getting, because I remember you almost looked sickly for one for a time, didn't you, on the way out? Like you got really skinny? Ah, oh, shit, I've always been skinny, man. That's true. Um, no, I didn't. I mean, it, it, was, it was an ongoing thing that was always there. So, I mean, it didn't, it didn't drag me down. Like I was saying, I was just going to get out end my time and, and move on um, okay. luckily my doctor threw out that med board i did i mean you're not going to turn that shit down i mean uh nope. i guess some guys would that you know they think their pride's too much for it but you know that's well, on them no hate no i mean this was something that was made worse by your time in service so uh yeah you've you earned it that's yours you know what i'm saying now the ones that you know they're the ones that get on my nerves are the ones that fake shit up to get out, you know, but that's nor here nor there. Yeah. All I got to say is, you know, one of your uh, your fellow Casey's. <laughs> yeah, let's just call him out, huh? Casey Brown? Oh, yeah, that motherfucking oh, piece of shit. Right. That, to me, was the worst fucking soldier I think I ever had in my life. Dude, he was my soldier on that second deployment, man. I had to deal with that shit every day. Like, I'd go, I'd, I'd try to find him, right? Like, where the fuck is Brown? I'd have to go look for him. I'd find him, like, in his room crying about something. Like, bro, why the fuck are you crying? I don't know how to deal with a grown man. It's supposed to be a grown man crying. I mean, fuck, pat on the back there, there. I, fuck. Dude. Let's <laughs> go, <cool>, dude. <laughs> this, your second deployment was that when we did, um, you did maneuver in Gamberry also, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my then God. I ended up. Yeah, and then I ended up at Monty with Rivera and them for the that's last couple months. That's right. That's right. You got, got you got to shoot artillery while you were out there, right? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. That's like the best fucking deal right there. Lucky fuck. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, but- no, straight, dude. I'm so jealous of like uh, Smith. You know Smith, Faust, mm-hmm. uh, Medley, all them dudes. Both of them two seven seven deployments. Yeah. They're on the gun line. <laughs> for real, dude. Yeah. Jealous. S- Smith too. Smith is out here. You're talking about Brandon Smith, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's out here in Hood. He's getting ready to get out as well. Um, yeah, I saw that. And then Faust, I don't really... I haven't talked with him. His old lady, she hit me up. She said she's a listener of the podcast. And she said I had her fucking dying um, while she was picking up the kids at school. So, But, um, you know, I think he, he's doing well out there, though. I forget what he's working in. But it's something good. They're all doing good, which is great, man. Yeah, I, don't know. I haven't talked to him talk probably since I got out. Shit. Dude, I ran I ran into Faust. I didn't even recognize him. I took Schnabel. Uh we went fucking uh golfing at a part three over there. Um in, in the springs. And some all I saw was this big chunky dude walking up to him with a big smile, a big old grin. He's like Sorry, Lopez? 
So I'm open. It's me. Like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, oh, dude, finally, he's like, it's Faust. And then finally, I recognized him. I'm like, oh, Dale, what's up, dog? Yeah, you know, it, it was a trip. It was just, I could not recognize him. He gained a little bit of weight, you know? <laughs> he got that out of the army weight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I could get that, man. Shit. You look healthy, bro. Enjoy that. You look healthy. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. Doing good, man. Fuck yeah. So, you look all right yourself, yeah. bro, I'm fat as fuck, man. Look, <laughs> no bullshit. Let's I see am. that scar. <laughs> look at that belly. Yeah. I got a, a six pack. It ain't a six pack, baby. It's a fucking. It's a. It's a keg in there. <laughs> it's all in tacos. You, bro, you ain't fucking lying, man. I. I it's Whataburger. It's really fucking Whataburger out here. That'll fucking do you. That and I work in the sedentary job where I don't do a goddamn thing but sit all day. The most exercise I do is standing up and sitting down, bro. And shit, just flap my gums. Shit, <laughs> fuck that. So when you end up getting out, uh, you got out. Uh, you Did you immediately start working or did you take some time off? No, I, I started working right away, man. I got lucky. Uh, my now brother-in-law um, hooked me up with a job. Uh, drawing blood actually for a blood bank that's right yeah um, so i was doing that i was really weird and just just i mean an entirely different world right off the bat and it was it was strange did you think uh, about getting uh becoming a phlebotomist i was essentially okay uh, drawing blood for uh bond fees uh the blood donation center and all that shit. So oh, I was doing that okay. for, it was just so weird. Such an instant reality change, you know? How so? I'm just the exact opposite of the army. I mean, just instantly, you know, I've been, I was, I probably had like two weeks, you know, I didn't do anything for two weeks until I started that job. Yeah. I just went right into it and you know there was no like middle of the road like these <laughs> things are kind of similar you know right. just day and night and now I'm civilian civilian world you know and all my coworkers are civilians that have no idea about anything in the military and my mentality right you know what and you were a chief too right before you got out you were chiefing right yeah so how did you take that transition, bro? I mean, I, I found it difficult personally, and I still have my moments. I went straight to the bottom of the totem pole, man. Straight to the bottom. I mean, and I didn't care. That didn't bother me. Uh, I knew that was that was going to be how it is. Right. It still is right now, you know. Right. About six, almost six years later, you know, I'm still at the bottom of the totem pole where I'm at now. Right. You know, I knew that's going to be a thing, but it was just their mentalities is really, you know is what, what was the biggest change is really that's an issue for you or that's what you're going to complain <laughs> about or like, so give an example. Uh, well, let's, uh, let me give you an example of when I was in college. Uh, so I just graduated last May. Oh, got no shit. Bachelor's. Yeah. Got my bachelor's degree last May. Congratulations, brother. That's yeah. Appreciate up. it. So, you know, I'm in school with, you know, 
19, 20, 21 year old kids. Yeah. And, you know, cool. they're cool. I still got a young mind. You right. I mean, I can relate to, or I guess I can't really say I can relate to them, but I, I can bullshit with them. Right. You know, if they invited me out to go get drinks, yeah, I'll go. I'll party with you all night. Kind of thing. <laughs> but, uh, be sitting in class and just hear about the, you know, a kid will be complaining about how much homework he has. And, you know, he's got this test and this test to study for, but, you know, he's also got to go work three hours at his part-time job. <laughs> like, then they're like, dude, that's your big, and like, he's super stressed out about it. Right. I'm like, dude, at the time, you know, I got three kids at home, one on the way, mm. you know, I'm working full time and I'm taking I was taking like 20, 22 credit hours every semester. How many classes is that? I, I don't know what that means. That's like five, six classes. Come mierda, fuck all that, chief. And I'm like, dude, what are you crying for? You're good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and so that, it's, it's, that kind of, that, it's that kind of mentality, I guess. Right. But I, I don't know. That, that was the younger generation that I was referring to there, but. How about at work? I mean, did you find any, um, did you try to find any common ground as far as like what uh, you did prior to, even, even though it was day and night, like you said, I mean, you went from being on the gun line, shooting rounds to drawing fucking blood. I mean, that, how did that work out for you? Like, I mean, I, I was always assertive, you know, like, I'm, this has got to happen, you know, we're going to do it or, yeah, baby. Hold on. Go ahead. Can you ask mama, please? You gotta ask mama, baby. <laughs> George is in your bed. Go ask mama. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love the kids, brother. Hey, four-year-old looking for the stuffed animal, man. Yeah. She's crying. Can't find him. Oh, bro, I got a, a 10-year-old who's had her fucking Violet, which is one of those dogs or whatever. She's had that since she was a born. And she, yeah. 10 years old, she will cry if I ever tell her I'm going to throw it away, dude. So, yeah. yeah. But check it out. So, the, the you know, I'm sure you came in there with confidence, even though probably fake it till you make it type shit. Or how, how did you handle it going in there? Like, again, drawing blood, which is not in your DNA. No, and I was horrible at IVs. <laughs> horrible at IVs. Every CLS training, I, I mean... I couldn't get a fucking stick. So I don't even know <laughs> why I thought it'd be a good idea. But it was a job right out the army. I knew it was tough finding a job. I took it, you know? Yeah. It was like four months of training before okay. you even start. So, yeah. But uh, I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't find common ground. I couldn't find a way to really connect or bond or, or really work great with those people. Right. So, you know, started looking for another job. I ended up getting a job on Carson as a contractor. Okay. Uh, working at range 143. Uh, it's the maneuver maneuvers range. Okay. Tanks, helicopters, Bradley's. Like oh, that. nice. So yeah. Um, it, it was really cool. It was, you know, swing shift work. Sucked. Uh, kind of got burnt out on it. So I went to school, you know. So that was the final. Uh, that was the the final eye opener for you that you needed to get an education. Yeah, pretty much. So how did you go? What? How did you pick your degree that you were gonna uh, look into? 
what didn't need any more math? Fact. Fact. Math. We can hate math, uh, which is weird because I'm an estimator now. So what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. but uh, like school math. I mean, college math. You know, I just I can't I can't remember all the formulas. That kind of bullshit. So that's why I was like, all right, what can I do? What's gonna actually be a decent degree, and mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything higher than college algebra two. Right. You know? See, so I found uh, construction management. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I'm doing now. Oh no, shit! Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. See, math for me, I was up. I was good until they threw fucking alphabet in there. You know, mm-hmm. I'm barely getting a hold of how to add and subtract and divide. Now you want to put the motherfucking A, B's and C's in there? Don't you? Yeah. <laughs> and that shit's in English too. <laughs> 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 hey, math is a universal language. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, fuck! I hate it, math, dude. I'm... The biggest I, my my thing with math, and I had a I had a long a couple long conversations with professors about math, and it's why do I why can't you provide me with the equations when it comes time to take the test? You give me the equations, I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right. When you get to the real world or you know, real world, mm-hmm. you know, and your boss says, hey, I need you to do this, this and this. All right. You forget how to do one of those things. What are you going to tell him? Oh, sorry, boss. Can't do it. No, <laughs> you're going to fucking research it. Exactly. You're going to fucking Google it. You're going to find the equation. You're going to figure it out. Yeah. You know, ah. I don't know. That's cool, though. I mean, at least you get to do something that's a little more manlier than fucking, you know, uh. Sticking and Drum, drawing blood. blood <laughs> fucking scrubs. Yeah. Hey, I mean, or, you know, being at a call center and talking to fucking people that, that are chewing your ass out when you're just the middleman interpreting. God damn right. it. That, that shit blows balls, brother. <laughs> shit. Hey, I see you been getting all kinds of awards, you know, employee of the month or... Yeah. Linguist of the year or some shit. <laughs> um, yeah, they... Luckily, uh, my my manager that I or the the person I, I work for now, she's she helped me get over a hump, bro. Because honestly, I hit like a really bad hump in civilian life when I got out. Um, it was difficult transitioning, especially. Um, huh? That adjustment. Oh yeah, dude. And then like you were saying, night and day type of work. You know, um, I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? I go in there, I go dressed up in a tie, you know, shirt, slacks, wingtips or whatever kind of dress shoes. Basically, my Sunday's best because that's the way I was taught to go to work. You know, you look good, feel good. Everybody's starting to say that I'm like a kiss ass or that I'm trying to think that I'm better than them. And I'm like, no, this is what business or this is what uh, business casual is supposed to be, not jeans and shorts. You know what I mean? But anyways... So eventually, I ended up getting into what ASAP told me to wear. What's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, you are right. I, ACAP, ACAP told me to. ACAP told me to dress like this, you know? But it was a, a big eye opener when I got there, bro. And it was just like I had nobody I could relate to, like, and shoot yeah. the shit with and talk to. Because, like, yeah. everybody, once they find out you're military, and I try to keep that shit down there. Because I already know the first stupid questions they're going to ask. So, I mean, but the way they always introduce me, like, oh, and this is our Army veteran. 
so-and-so and i'm like oh my god i still get embarrassed to this day when they introduce me like that dude it fucking blows man but the cool thing was i ended up uh linking up with a with a dude who was a marine veteran but you know he was just a, a regular fucking supply sergeant you know out in the middle of fucking the desert he never deployed or anything but he was cool as fuck because I could shoot shit with him. You know what I mean? He wasn't thin-skinned, and he would get our humor. It was good. Then I get moved to another team. Bro, the average age there, well, let's say I was the only male, and then all the ladies were either 60 or mid-20s. It was just horrible for me. Horrible, man. Right. And it... it I stayed to myself, so I was an asshole automatically. And then when they want me to engage, because that's a fucking big terminology word, I started engaging, and all of a sudden they think I'm either flirting or... (laughs) You know, I can't fucking win, bro. At least you are in a job where I think it's more male-dominated. Yeah, for the most part. So what do you do as an estimator? You find you find the property, the land, and estimate how much it's going to cost to build or what? No. So a client will come and say, you know, I want to build, uh, I want to build a giant indoor, you know, soccer arena. Okay. Or you know, an indoor an indoor sports complex for any for example, right? Mm-hmm. Here's you know, they give me the plans, you know, and I got to reach out to any and all subcontractors that, have, uh, that would have anything to do with it, you know, explain the job to them, answer any questions, get their pricing. Then I got to compile all that shit and give a final number. Nice. Say we can do the job for X amount of dollars. Okay. Right. I'm either right or I'm wrong. Right. Right. It's, you know, we're competing against, you know, say three other companies. Right. Right. So they're going to put their numbers in. You got to be the lowest. So you guys put in bids. Exactly. You got to make sure you got to make sure you're fucking covered, though. You get the job and Rocky turns out you're, you know, missing $100,000 worth of shit. You're fucked. Yeah, dude. Do you guys get audited? I'm sure they do, yeah. Dude, I mean that I mean what's cool about that is that I think it's uh is you get a tangible result at the end. You know, and that's yeah. that's something that's always well, satisfactory. You either win or you lose. Right. You know. Fuck you either yeah. get the job or you don't. Yeah. You know? No, and at the end of the day, after the fucking um the shit's done, you can say, Because of me, this occurred. So you're basically, you, you find, now do you have contractors you already work for, or do you go out and find uh, subcontractors that'll do the work for you then? Yeah, yeah, we got a big list. We got a big list. We got a bunch of, you know, guys that we use all the time. Yeah. You know, that we've actually helped their companies grow to where they're at now. So, you know, we're the biggest one locally, so we usually get the best prices locally. Right on. That's good shit, man. And please don't take your hat off again. I almost got blinded. By the fucking light reflection. Holy Jeez. shit. Woo. Jeez. Good night. Right. <laughs> blame it on the Kevlar. Sure, blame it on the Kevlar. <laughs> Brother, you were just going bald already. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. Have you been back to Ohio? Uh, we went back for Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm planning on going back out in December. Um. Uh, 
surprised my mom for her birthday. So hopefully she doesn't listen to this, but <laughs> hey, uh, she might be one of one of the hello like she might be a Molly pitcher, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All about that artillery world. <laughs> it's just tough, man, trying to get a family of six to the other side of the country on an airplane. Yeah. I mean, you're talking 24, 2500 bucks. Easily. And then with the Rona, how's the Rona treating y'all over there? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to try, and I was just thinking the other day, I completely forgot about Corona. So, yeah, maybe we should just go out to Ohio, like, next month. Yeah. Nah. I don't know if I want to get on an airplane right now. Yeah, I hate real. airplanes in general. People are always sick on the fucking things. I don't care if it's the corona. I don't, I don't want to get sick. <laughs> Who's the one that threw up on the airplane? Didn't we have somebody that fucking puked all over in their fucking Harold. brain bucket? He threw up on the, yeah, it was Harold. <laughs> he, threw up, he threw up in Miller's helmet. Oh, my God. I thought Disher was one that had thrown up in his shit. Dude, have you seen Disher as a fucking drill sergeant? I saw that. Holy shit, man. That's fucking... And the only thing I can think of is that stupid fucking song somebody wrote about Disher. <laughs> Go to sleep, little Disher. <laughs> Every time I hear his name, that song pops into my head. It's fucking funny you say that. My old lady reminded me about that. Because I was like, yeah, I can't believe Disher's a fucking drill sergeant. And she's like, Disher? Isn't he the one that they made a song about? And I'm thinking about the first time when um, he was in formation and his phone went off with the fireworks song. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Me, I had just gotten to the unit and first sergeant Amaral had just taken over the battery. And we're all in formation. <laughs> they even talked about this during the trial for that one dude that pulled out the gun. But fucking... Um, <laughs> We're in formation, and Disher's there at a tent. Everybody's all quiet, and all you hear is, um, Baby, you're a firework. Come on, let no, your I car. Do remember that. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Disher cell phone goes off playing that shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, we need, to figure out, we need to figure out where he's a drill sergeant. For real, dude. Send some private the letter. Dude. That will fuck him up. But yeah, my wife was like, no, not that one. The one with the something about go to sleep, little disher. And I think it was, was it, uh, was it Anderson that came up with that or was it Warren? I think so. You know, I, I got, both I got Anderson coming here soon too. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I'm going to have to watch that one for sure. Fuck yeah, man. That's pretty fucking awesome. I mean, it was pretty cool. I mean, how was it working under him? Because he was your maneuver platoon sergeant, right? I, uh, did you work? Yeah. Did you work I mean, under him a, or no? Yeah, I was one of his uh, squad leaders. Okay. We kind of transitioned everything into infantry for that one, but it was—I mean, it was cool. He was a cool guy. Uh, I thought it was a cool concept. Yeah. You know, we're gonna be maneuvers. You know, let's actually bring in an infantry dude, Ranger Tab. Right. You know, Ranger school instructor forever. Yep. Um, you know, throw some shade on him real quick. You know, he only had one deployment prior to coming with us at like fucking. Did he have a deployment before us? Seventeen. No, he was good. He was knowledgeable. He had. I think he had one. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's what it was. He had one. Uh, yeah, we'll let him get into that when he comes on. But... Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, we uh. He was a cool guy. He was really a cool guy. He's very receptive. He wanted to learn 
everything about artillery. I mean, because right. remember, we transitioned into uh, Gambury. Yeah. Where we were, where we, where we, I guess we did, we started the Afghan artillery school. Right. And I mean, he was the platoon sergeant for that. I'll yeah. tell you what, he was more knowledgeable when we left about artillery than Atchison ever was. Yeah. Bro, did I ever tell you about Atchison and the fucking... You remember Atchison, right? Yeah. Okay. He's the one that became a warrant officer, right? He was a gunnery sergeant, right? Am I thinking about this, the right person? I don't know if he went warrant. Well... I know who you're talking about. He was gunny, yeah. Atchison. Yeah, gunny Atchison. Old, frail, frail old guy. Walk like this. Okay. Yeah. I never told you... Did I ever tell you the story of the fucking compass? Probably. Okay. Well, for those that don't know, so we got the compass out, right? I'm teaching these fucking Afghans how to use it. All right. You go where the needle goes. That's where you're fucking 3,200. That's where you're going to, right? So I'm trying to teach them 3,200. This guy comes and tells me, no, no, no. You don't follow the needle. You follow the number. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, you have to follow the number. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like, no, dude, wherever you turn, that needle is going to go to that azimuth. That's what that. Anyways, after not not trying to argue with him, he finally walks away and I do a brain dump. And then that's when uh, the other smoke, De Jesus, he came by. He's like, what was he telling you? Don't say that. Don't say that name in front of me ever again, bud. Oh, guess you guys don't like each other, huh? <laughs> I just piece of shit, man. Ah, uh, well, we'll get into that one a little more. But he comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, what was going on there?" Like Atchison was telling me his way of uh, reading the compass, and I told it to him. He's like, "Don't listen to him ever again." That guy had no idea what the fuck he was talking about, man. Atchison was hot garbage. Hot garbage. Yeah, maybe I've been out of it. Maybe I've been out of it for too long, but I mean, the needle don't move. No, you know, but when you turn it, forward. he you was telling your body, you got to turn the number two. Right. Okay. He was trying there. He was saying that I, I got to see the fucking compass in my hand so I can explain it. But wherever you're turning the compass, right? Okay. So now I remember. So here's the compass, right? And if you turn your body, the needle stays pointing at the... Right. Right. North. Right. So he was telling me that I have to follow the needle. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. so... Yeah, that's what yeah, he was telling me. Yeah, we'll do that every time. Yeah, I would always be fucking pointing the same fucking direction. You know what I'm... Uh, anyway, he was a fucking retard. So I'm guessing there's some... Uh, I wish... I mean, I... You had to hear it when it happened because it was just like you're confusing me and I'm not going to confuse these Afghans, dude. I know what the fuck I'm doing. I mean, they gave us two weeks to learn that fucking system. Yo, that was a crazy fucking mission, though. It was, bro. I mean, it was hotter than fuck, too. And then during Ramadan. Right. But where we were, Jesus, fuck, that was hot, man. Bro, what sucked was Ramadan. Having to wake up at three in the fucking morning, four in the morning to go train these fucking monkeys. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like I really wanted, cause I left Gamberry to go to Monty, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, man, I really wanted to see these cats actually shoot 
I wanted to see one of these D60s shoot, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, nah, there's a way <sighs> better deal. <laughs> I got my canister. I got one downstairs in the basement, too. Hell yeah. yeah. And I got a canister for Monty. This right. one, yep, That's this one here, here. this one, um, fucking, uh, what's his name? Velasquez. Velasquez gave me that one. He's like, this one has three kills. Saved it for you. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. I told yeah, I got, I got three of them. I got three of them, but one of the D60s and then, uh, one from Monty and, by the way, it's D thirty. Just FYI, it's a D thirty. D thirty? I thought it was a D sixty. Nah, D thirty, baby, D thirty. But yeah, you, eh, double it. Why not? <laughs> Probably translates to sixty. There you go. I mean, for all we know, it's Russian anyway. Fuck them. But it wasn't on. It wasn't too bad. That piece was actually pretty fucking accurate, man. On the direct fire. Didn't you? But didn't you guys have those monkeys firing D thirties over there on on Monty? Yeah, I never saw them fire though. We had one. They had one there, and they were training them too. It was kind of like a, it was like a trickle down thing. It's, they started implementing them everywhere. Uh, they had one there. Uh, I think we, I don't know, the time I was there, I think we only went out and actually trained them on it like five or six times. Well, Scabbit told me a funny story. Um, where these idiots used the direct fire scope to look through the breach. To fire into the mountain. <laughs> Let's well, just. I mean, I can see the logic behind it. I mean, just get rid of the scope and look down the tube, right? <laughs> <laughs> All I heard. Motherfuckers can't even do jumping jacks. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I th- I don't think there was sight on that round. There was no splash, so <laughs> I don't know where that shit landed. <laughs> Over the mountain. Over the mountain, yes, sir. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! That, those deployments were pretty fucking fun. Now, was did, did uh? Let's see. Did you go out any uh, on any of the last? You were chiefing on the last field problems we went on, right? Who were the yeah. chiefs? It was me. When we, uh, when we integrated into the triple sevens. That's right. See, I didn't get to hit the triple sevens. I stayed on the one one niners. My first time as a chief was on a triple seven. Oh shit! And, you know I'm proud of this. So you know anybody here that wants to hate on it, fuck you. But I came in second at the Top Gun. First no shit. On a brand new, yeah, brand who, new weapon system. Who beat you to it? What's that? Who beat you to it? Uh, probably somebody from Alpha. Ah, uh, I would have gone with probably fucking uh, Medley. I think it was somebody in Alpha. Oh, probably Ertley. I don't know. I don't Fuck, fucking hey, alpha. Uh, you know, I'm going to go off your, your little fucking outline, but now you mentioned early. Yeah. See my red for uh, I did. Red Friday show, right? Yes, sir. His wife made this for me. Oh, right on. So I told her I'd give her a little shout out. Plug it. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? So she's got all kinds of different designs for that. She does a lot of like kids room shit, but I saw that. Yeah. What what is it called? It's on Facebook, right? Yeah, uh Little Zoe Art Boutique. I told her I'd give her a shout out. There you go. So anybody that wants to get uh you know get hooked up with a a badass looking uh 
polo for a red friday i dig it i, I see that i dig that what shirt I what i did is uh is i bought the shirt the plane's shirt on amazon and just had it shipped to her house oh dale, okay you get whatever the fuck you want just have it sent to her and she'll she'll do whatever the what whatever you want to it so all right, so make sure y'all y'all listeners, if y'all want to get something done, if you're in the Fort Stewart area as well, they're in Fort Stewart, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, look up Little Zoe's Boutique. Uh, guaranteed, she's a great person, a great mother, and she's a great wife. You know, she's a straight Molly pitcher too because her old man, Ertley, that, that, that motherfucker is a cannon cocker. He is a beast. So, so make- we'll say this, I don't... I don't know if she'll agree with it or not, but let's let's go ahead and say that for every every order, Ertley gets a beer out of it. Ooh, there you go. So I I looked it up. It's called Little Zoe Art Boutique. Make sure y'all look it up on Facebook. All right, and it's got a lot of a uh, a lot of merch that she does on there. So check it out, right, y'all? That's my competition because this is my Red Friday shirt that I made. <laughs> But hey, I'm only on the Red Friday kick because of you, man. So. For real, you, come on now. I mean, the first I didn't know it was a thing until you started saying it. Oh, really? Or sure. Yeah, I didn't even know it was a thing. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I found out about it. I can't remember exactly when, but when I found out about it, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna support this shit through and through, man." And it's funny. You're like the you're. Kind of like a fifth or sixth person that's told me that actually was in the military that didn't know about this shit. Civilians, yeah, I get, I but right on, man. Hey, anything to support the troops, you know? Motherfuckers still forget that we got fellas out there, you know? Shit, and... Hey, I got a topic. I got a topic for you. Go ahead. That I want to talk about. Yeah, what, uh, what's on your mind, baby? Uh, uh, veterans that are playing the the cry card, I guess you'd say. So I don't know if that makes any sense yet. But so right now with all this, uh, the COVID thing, I've been seeing it a lot more. Um, But in general, I've seen it. It's, you know, how are you a veteran, right? And how are you not, doing well in your life right now. Does that make sense? I get what you're saying. So, you know, there's a couple, I'm not going to put anybody on blast, right, right. but, uh, you know, Oh, I can't find a job or I can't do this. Or like, I'm struggling to pay bills. I got to sell all my shit. Like, all right, well let's, why, why are you in that situation? Kind of thing. So, you know, I, I use the GI bill, right? What do we do? What do we do? Pay twelve hundred bucks into it, right? Yeah. First year, if you sign up for it, right? And yeah. you sign up for it in basic. I don't know anybody that never had. Right, and that and that was the Montgomery right. GI Bill, right? Yeah, or the, that post nine eleven or whatever. Right, right. But there's, but there's also Voc Rehab. There's also you know another one that I don't. I don't I'm not an expert on the on the topic of benefits, but uh, I see people complaining like, oh, this, that, and the other. Like, okay, well do something right why aren't you doing something to better your life like i went to college at 30 years old what decisions is this person making that it's got him held there but why aren't you taking advantage of it now ask yourself this question though what type of soldier was he while he was in 
Was he the go-getter or was he a shitbag? Oh, exactly. exactly. But, I mean, I, I mean, I, I see your point, but at the same time, is you're out. Like, you're on your own. You got to right. do something for you. Uh, you're the only one that can change anything. Right. Go to fucking school. Get a degree. You got four years of free college. I was, when I quit my job and started going to school, I was making more money going to school than I was at my job. Right. With the housing allowance. Right. Because you, you know guys I mean? get paid E5 housing, right? BAH? Yeah. I mean, you get like 1400 bucks a month. The book stipends. Like, but then you get all the book stipends and shit like that. So, I mean, I didn't have a great job that I quit, but mm-hmm. you know, I was, uh, I guess I'll say I was making roughly the same. Wow. Uh, as as I was when I was going to school, but I was working. Right. At the same time. Yeah. But, but you have a good point there. But that's my point is, is, is I see a bunch of soldier ex, you know, veterans mm-hmm. crying about, no, oh, I can't find a job. I can't do this. Well, do you have a degree? No. Why the fuck not? How long you been out? You could have the degree by now, you know? Uh, but that takes, that takes me into one little, one little thing. Yeah. I will say here is anybody that's listening, that is active duty, take college while you're in. I think it's restricted to like one class per semester while mm-hmm. you're active duty, which is enough. It is. You know, that is enough. You don't want to do any more than that while you're in. But all that shit builds up, and it doesn't take and it doesn't take anything out of your GI Bill. You could get out of the army. You know, if you did it from day one and, and did twenty years, mm-hmm. you know, you'll have a degree. Then you can get out, and you still got four years of shit. Fact. Or, or pass it on to your kids. That's what I did. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it, you know, you're you're completely right on that too. I mean, men in the hall, you've hit a point that is not talked about. I try to bring it up a lot, um, and it's um, motherfuckers out there crying that they don't have help. But you know, in order, all right, what are you doing to help yourself? You know, I mean, you can't be always. I get it. Everybody hits hard times and you need that assistance, you know, right. but what are you doing to pick yourself out of it as well? You can't just be fucking I'm stuck, I'm waiting stuck in this dead job. I'm a sandwich artist. Yeah. You know, Subway or, you know, the only thing I can do is work retail. No motherfucker. Quit that shit. Mm-hmm. Go to school full time. You're going to get paid while you're in it. College is free. And here's another yeah, thing though. Here's another thing though. Every, but see, everybody's going to complain about their job, no matter what the fuck you do. There's going to be some... I complain about my job. I right. love my job. But I still have... There's always something to complain, complain about. Complain about, yeah. Like, for example, myself. I fucking hate my job. But I love the pay. So <laughs> I'm okay with it right now. You know? And it's... I got job security. You know, it's not the greatest job in the world. It's not what I want to do. You know what I mean? But... At sometimes it's what I need to do. You know what I mean? Huh? You're killing it. You're able I am. to support yourself, your it, family. Yeah, and you know, it, it's an easy fucking gig on my body. A lot of things I can't do because my body just won't allow me to do it. You know what I'm saying? The things I want to do, I can't fucking do it. Because unfortunately, I'm broken in a fucked up way. I, it just sucks. But I, I get your point because I think I got a gist of who you might be talking about. And um, 
And I saw it as well. If they're, if it's who I think it is about, you know, that they weren't getting any jobs and stuff like that. I was thinking to myself too, like, well, if you got out with the mentality thinking you're going to start making X amount of year, you know, get that out. only based off of your military experience. You're fucking wrong. Right. Thank you. Unless you're, unless you're like a senior and senior enlisted and above. Or if you pick a, MOS that's terrible to the civilian world, HR right. or a fucking radiation tech, a lab tech, right? Doing X-rays and shit, you know, and you got that experience to back it up, yeah. But but if you were, you get to, no, go ahead. No, you got it. Go ahead. I'm listening. I was to say, but then you get you get into, well, the, I guess my next train of thought on it was a homeless veteran on the side of the street, right? Hold a sign, veteran, homeless veteran. Anything helps. Like, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I feel bad for you. You're a veteran. But why are you on the street? If you got out of the military with honorable conditions, there are, I don't know, millions probably exaggerated, but there's a million opportunities and organizations and shit out there to help. To help you, exactly. If you got out unhonorable dishonorable or other yeah that's limited or zero you're not going to get anything right you well, know and that's on you again decisions and choices that people make now i do gather i do understand that there are those and i know that people will say like well what about those with mental issues i get that there are folks out there that have issues that prohibit him or makes it a barrier for them but you know what's fucked up the majority of the motherfuckers that have fucked up issues, they're out there trying to get themselves fucking squared away and straight. It's motherfuckers yeah. that are lazy. And if, and if it's legit, they got the disability that's covering it. Exactly. You know? But you know what? Thanks for talk. talk. Now that, that brings up another another subject, too. Uh, talking with Avalos. Avalos was saying, you know, we came up in that um, in the era of suck it up and drive on. Right. right. Okay, so a lot of cats that ended up getting out during that period, they didn't have the paper trail to follow up, you know, when they got out. And now, are you still there? All right, we're recording again on the fucking podcast version on the audio. So just quick detail, uh, lightning struck, lights went out, they're back up. Or as Kowalczyk would say, I didn't use my COVID cash to pay my internet and I bought tortillas instead. So, should have bought a generator. I should have. All right. So back to uh, what we were discussing, which was veterans who fucking end up getting out with uh, without having that paper trail because they came up in the suck it up and drive on generation like we did. And um, so what outlets do they have out there? You know what I mean? Well, what what resources do they have? And that's I'll, a bit. I'll tell you. Oh, sorry. Sorry to butt in. Hmm. But I mean, I'll tell you, uh, my father in law. Uh, Vietnam vet and my uncle-in-law, Vietnam vet. They actually served together, married some sisters. Yeah, it was kind of weird, but uh, neither one of them had the paper trail. I mean, that's old school, you know, Vietnam yeah. era. They didn't, you know, uh, and both of them, I mean, it, it probably took them each a year, two years to finally get that shit started. Right. Damn, see that bug? <laughs> uh, but they got it. Right. Good. You know, now they got their ratings after 
40, 50 years. I don't know how long it's been, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and there wasn't paper trails. Uh, but, you know, there's, I don't know, it might be a different story with Vietnam. I mean, you can connect a lot of shit, Agent Orange and that kind of, that kind of stuff that's right. known, you know, to, you know, their current health. But there's a way. I guess that's the point is you can. It's going to take a lot of legwork. It's going to take a lot of time. Yeah. You know, you got to sit back and, and relax as much as you can until it happens, but it's never too late. Yeah. I think um also a lot of a lot of things back to the young cats that um or not even young, but back to those veterans that are out there with their signs of, you know, anything helps. Whatever happened to will work for food? You know, instead that's of just I mean, I I got to think like I don't I don't give anything to any homeless person. You know, uh, do some of them need it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I, if, if I got like an extra bottle of water in my car, right. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it to them. I'm not going to give anybody cash, you know, right. because you don't know why are you out there? Mm-hmm. You know, did your ex-wife take all your shit? Maybe. Did your ex-wife take all your shit and you got a veteran sign? You were probably artillery, but <laughs> you know, um, like I'm, I, I can't help you and then not help him. Right. So I made I made a conscious decision myself. I'm not going to help any of them. Uh, around here, I mean, drug, uh, everywhere, drugs are bad. You can yeah. see it on their But, you know, it, just the guys with the veteran signs, like, all right, well, you either got out good or bad. Right. If you got out good, there's a there's hundred resources, thousand resources, 10,000 resources that you can use. If you got out bad, Brother, that's on you. You have limited resources. Yeah. Or zero. Yeah. Or, you know, ultimately you have zero. And, you know, sorry, but that's on you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it basically boils down to the decisions that you made. <laughs> I got a family of six to support. I can't I can't spare $20, yeah. honestly. You know? Oh, yeah. Completely agree. Completely I mean, agree. I wouldn't give them 20 bucks, but I'm not going to give you 20 bucks to go buy a bottle of booze. Right. And I got four kids and a wife i need that bottle of booze <laughs> right <laughs> shit let me fuck no. my liver up no and and you're right you're definitely right on that you know and and i see your point and you know if you can't just help one without wanting to help the other so i mean i get that you know and i respect that, that that's uh that's a that's a bold fucking stance you know and um i personally i help when i can and, um, because my, my point of view of it is, and it doesn't even have to be a homeless vet. If it's a homeless guy, the first thing I always look at are their shoes. I always look at the shoes first because, yeah. you know, you can tell just by simple shit like that. You can tell who's been on all the streets, who's really struggling and who's just a lazy piece of fucking shit. You know what I mean? Um, or a drug addict or whatnot. I don't judge on some people. I just, if I have like an extra five bucks, I'll tell the guy, hey, come here, man, here's five bucks. And in my mind, the reasoning behind it is because maybe, maybe, you know, whatever he's struggling for, it might cause him to go and do something stupid, assault somebody for money. So maybe those five bucks will keep him from wanting to do that. You know, that that's just my, yeah. maybe that's my way of, um, of justifying it. You know what I'm saying? But. No, it, I, I hear you. I'm. I just yeah everybody has it mm-hmm. if, if it's cold you know and i did not but last year i was thinking about it you know 
putting some extra some socks in my car or putting a you know some some long johns i don't wear anymore in my car right. i see somebody hand them out i didn't i just never did it but i mean that'd be the extent and i would do that for sure socks that, shoes that's clothing, a good idea but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna give anybody money yeah yeah i feel you on it and, and that's a that's actually a great idea right there because that'll go a longer way than cash would you know, well, I, dro- I drove for Uber for a minute. That that was fucking horrible. But uh, you drove for Uber. Had a, yeah, but I always had like a, a cooler in the back seat with bottles of water. You know, a little trail mix shit. So you got to keep them five stars up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> get them but then you know, then I you know, there's a homeless dude. I gave him a bottle of water. Yeah. I gave him a you know, some trail mix or some shit. You know. I mean, something that is actually going to be beneficial to them, you know. Right. Now that five dollars probably would be, but I don't know. Is it going to go to something they're going to smoke or shoot up in their arms or, or put in their liver? You know, I don't know. I'm not. Well, I'd rather keep my five dollars. At the end of the day, though, I mean, the army did set them up for success. As much time as we spend out in the field. <laughs> they, they should learn how to. They should. <laughs> I think you're going on a different angle there, but yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you should be able to, you know, make something happen, right? Yeah, adapt and overcome, baby. Plus, I'm sure there's family out there. You know what I mean? What it, it, things like that? If when there's not, and if there's not, then they burn the bridges. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, you know what? What decisions led to that? To to the point where they got to, you know. You know, at the end, it comes down to... I mean, there's thousands. Every town, every city you go to, there, there's hundreds or thousands, you know, statewide thousands of organizations, nonprofits. You know, when you were talking to Anderson the other night, mm-hmm. that's what he does, you know? Yep. But they're not going to help the, the people that don't want it, that don't deserve it, that aren't eligible for it. And if you're not eligible for it, then... You know, that's something that you did in your past. And also, you know, they scrutinize it so much because, like he said about that one person that was taking advantage of the fucking system. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. that's fucking horrible. That was crazy. It's fucking horrible. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, uh, go check out the podcast with myself and Anderson. I think his first name is Jeff, I want to say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jeff Anderson. Go find that one. Yeah. And, um. It's a really good one. He has a lot of resources for veterans. And there's a pretty wild story about this one person who just has been taking advantage of the system. So it's a pretty good topic. But, hey, brother, we are coming up on time. We've gone over time. time. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're at a, an hour and ten. Usually it's about an hour long. and um, But what this keeps it open for is for round two. Are you going to come and visit us again here on the gun line? Yeah, sure. As long as I'm invited, man. Oh, you're always open. See, oh, okay. I have to throw this out there now. Look, y'all. I tell everybody. Everybody. I reached, I reached out. Yeah, I reached out to Danny and said, hey, I got some shit to talk about. Yep. He's like, all right, let me put you on the schedule. Yes, How's this date work? That'll work. Let me know. And see, it's funny because I was talking to one of my buddies from back in the day. And he was like, oh, well, I thought that you had, a, you know, it had to be an invitation only thing. You know, you only select. I'm like, nah, bro. I've put it out there many a times. You want to come on the gun line? Hit me up. I will put you in. Because you know what? Everybody 
deserves to be heard. Everybody has something that somebody else could relate to, you know? And that's my point of this. Getting us together in, um, in this platform where somebody could be like, damn, I'm not the only one that's going through that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then just giving us also hey, a... Yeah, hey, next time... Next time, I'll come on here again for sure, but next time I'll try to get another guy with me. Yeah, sure. Uh, Heckman. Uh, I talked about Heckman earlier. Oh, yeah, the platoon song you're talking about. Yeah, barfing on God's God's building, you know? <laughs> Hell, yeah. The yeah I'll, get, I'll, get him over. I'll get him over here for a night if his wife lets us. That's uh, cool. I mean, the only issue is with the active duties is that um I know there's certain topics and things that can't be touched. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just want to make sure that that sounds good. Like a plan to me, you know, there's something I'm just, the, the people are sensitive nowadays out there, man. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I'll, I'll run it by him, but regardless, yeah. I'll come back on for sure. Oh what yeah. Tomorrow? Hmm. What are you doing tomorrow? Uh, I'm going to be in some, um, <laughs> I will be in some classes that I have to take some mandatory classes. That's where I was there at this go. evening. So uh, I'll yeah. talk to you about that offline. So, hey, take care of your shit, man. Everybody gets in trouble. Don't worry about it. Oh yeah, dude. Long story, long story. I'll, I'll tell you offline. Don't people start fucking trying to come up with ideas of what's going on, <laughs> no, folks. Too late. Too late. <laughs> shit. Hey, man. It has been a pleasure having you here on the gun line, man. Thanks a lot for coming here. Fucking um. Uh, shit. Any plugs or shoutouts you want to give before we dip out? Hey, just one more to Ertley's wife. You know, she made my shirt. She'll make your shirt. Hell yeah. Hey, she, uh, but uh, she does. She does do a lot of like kids' room decoration shit that I saw. So. Yep, I'm looking at it right now, dude. She has this badass gray tank top. It has a heart in the middle. It looks like it's for a female, um, with the red Friday in it. it it's pretty badass. I my wife one of those today. Okay, so check it out, y'all. Go ahead and um and go check out little Zoe art boutique that's little as in little zo z-o-e art a-r-t boutique all right it's on facebook go check it out go help support a brother out there and his old lady all right with that yeah, being remember, said she owes, him, she owes him a beer for every sale she gets off of this that's right for every sale that 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 she makes early gets a beer and for every beer that and for every six pack that he gets he owes me a fucking barbecue of those goddamn hot wings that he makes that motherfucker can grill baby Woo! all right man uh with that being said y'all it's time to close this shit out i want to go ahead and give a big shout out to my old science Sergeant juarez and his podcast called under the net it's uh, another uh, podcast for veterans to come back and chill it's uh you know life lessons learned he shoots the shit with his family as well um with less cussing than this so it's definitely uh, a good out, a good, a good place to go check it out. All right, just go check out Under the Net podcast, and then um, Coach Silva, Coach Silva's podcast. If you're a veteran and um, you know are hitting walls, go check out his fucking podcast too. Life lessons, motivational speaker. That man will sink you in with that voice, no homo. Um, and with that being said, catch y'all on the midweek memo on Wednesday. Make sure you guys like, share, subscribe on the YouTube. Look for us on the Gunline Podcast. All right, y'all. Men in the Hall, anything before you go? Cheers. All right, y'all. Love, peace, and hair grease. Shit. What the fuck is my phrase that I say? Oh, rounds complete. 
and the mission. <laughs> Do I really say any who a lot? Hell yeah, you did. I'm gonna have to fucking. Not lately. I haven't seen it lately, but you used to. I'm gonna have to Anywho. check. Anywho, that one, and I heard I say a lot of fucking um. Uh, with that being said, apparently I say that a lot, so yeah. fuck it. With that being said, rounds complete. In the mission, gun line out. Love, peace, and hair grease. Bye, motherfuckers. <laughs>